Hello, you are listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. I am Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. And I'm Simone Malaz with Restore Retreat. And we are live For and on show. location Amazing. at yes. the State of the Coast Conference 2018. <laughs> it is our first live on location show. I totally thought you were lying when you said that we were going to do this. No, we're doing it. <laughs> we we're are here. doing it. It has been a great <laughs> two days and we have another day yes. left of the conference we are Absolutely. gathered with so many of our friends and we're, we're literally guests. staring at all of them right now they've been on the show they're before. all in the drink line we actually hope, <laughs> we hope to hear from some of them soon but yeah uh, it's been a great state of the coast I know, a, ma- a really great opening um the mayor we had the governor um we had chairman bradbury uh, michael ellis senator cassidy senator cassidy yeah. um it was just kind of justin Aaronworth. of former guest of the yeah. show so it's just been bang bang it's been really great non-stop well speaking of non-stop we have the busy man himself we do jimmy frederick who is the the man behind the curtain for he, state of the coast oh my god they had this backlit green light and he is absolutely the wizard behind the curtain he has been running around like a crazy man so jimmy tell us how state of the coast has been for you well it's been wonderful and it's been great to see and, and you know justin Aaronworth talked about it being a family reunion and that's exactly what it feels like everybody <laughs> not at all and i just want to say the reason you have a live radio show is because you know somebody <laughs> at state of the coast yeah exactly. that's no, true no no uh, it has been a wonderful conference we have had such good uh science being talked about such good policy being talked about but you know we always talk about those side conversations the conversations in the hallways absolutely at, at, at the breaks over coffee over whatever where people really come together to start talking about the ideas that are being presented and then they say how are we going to collaborate how are we going to work together and that's what this conference is all about yeah i couldn't agree more i mean we had a lunch conversation about a major project that we had not thought of before lunch and and it was like okay let's go in that room and find the people because they're all here right right? we could like make this happen this afternoon a lot of yeah i mean a lot of the most brilliant minds people that are working on this across science engineering I went to a panel featuring Simone Malaz mm-hmm. herself talking about how NGOs play a big role in this. So a lot of thought leadership. Um, Jimmy, we've heard from, like you said, so many people, so many leaders. I think the message is loud and clear. You know, there is literally no time to lose. So tell us about, you know, some of the speeches, whether it's from the governor, from, from Mayor Cantrell. What are some of the things that have been highlighted here at the conference? Well, first and foremost, everyone is on seems to be on the same page the governor has been leading on this since he became governor the last two years he's had executive orders talking about all the agencies have to work toward the master plan everything has to be in sync he reiterated that yesterday he talked about working together but he also said you know this is our moment this is the moment that we need to make a decision if we're going to make this work and we're going to do that and his his i think his mantra was this is going to happen. We're going to do it together, but we're going to make sure that the coast of Louisiana is the coast of Louisiana for a very long time to come. Yeah, he. I mean, he certainly acknowledged, too, that there's going to be, you know, some tough decisions and, and this is not easy and that the solutions are as complex as the problem, right? right. And so... You know, to have the thought leadership start at the governor's level and bring it down, it, it's something that, you know, kind of kicks off the right tone to a right. conference like this, right? And the mayor was, was great in and of her own right. She's only been in office for 24 days, so she has really been, you know, in a whirlwind situation. But she came, It was this was one of her first major addresses um, to a major group of folks, and so she was right on point with all the thought that she had about New Orleans being a coastal city yeah, and really understanding that, 
this matters not just to the coast, but when you think about it, New Orleans is the coast. Mm -hmm. And if we don't start thinking like that, we're going to be in real trouble. I loved hearing about her experience after Katrina as a woman of the storm and going to Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. and really I was one advocating. Of those. Yeah, you were there, Simone. There. <laughs> you know, and as a result, we're seeing dollars come to Louisiana yeah. as a result of the uh, Go Mesa. So. That's, that's where the bipartisan advocacy really started, right? Mm -hmm. So it was really great. And, and I mean, when you look in this room, it is, it's not bipartisan, it's nonpartisan, right? right? Mm -hmm. And you have schools and you have businesses and, and it really is. Everybody here is on the same page and it's nice and it's like, well, how can we harness that and move that forward? And so, so Jimmy, how long have you been working on this? Well, we, we really started planning about a year and a half ago. Um, right after, I say right after, we probably took a few months off after 2016, but not much. And um, it has it is culminated in what has turned out to be a really good event. Yeah, and it we evolves. Have, and it it just does. Like, yeah. And we have student presentations. We have a lot of poster presentations. We have um, uh, students. We actually have a high school student who did the exact same uh, process that everybody else did. A blind, here's your research, here's my abstract, here's what I want to present on. He had to, they had to go, he had to go through the, the, the uh, program committee just like everybody else did, and he actually did an oral presentation. He just graduated from wow. Episcopal High School, oh, wow. and he's going to Vanderbilt. But what I'm saying is that, that it's, it's really impressive to see the people that care about the coast, but not just care. It's not just about caring. It's about these guys and, and girls, I don't mean it that way, but are presenting real scientific yeah. academic And are thinking research. about it. Yeah, and, and are thinking uh, from, about from the, from the highest levels of academia, to high school and That's it's showing impressive. that like hey the future is in this next generation's right. hands and they're right. engaged and they're listening and i know you uh, crcl had a program the 300 program with a lot of these students taking them around the coast they were here you know they got to meet with the governor and mayor cantrell so i think that's been another thing that's really come through in this conference is you know we really need to be working with that next generation of leaders to empower them to make these decisions and take this you know uh battle forward well i don't want to take up i know you got a lot of guests to get on but i do want to mention the restoration on the half shell, which is tomorrow morning, starting at nine o'clock. Registration starts at eight. This is the mini conference for the average layperson who doesn't want the hyper-technical presentations that you would get here at, at the regular State of the Coast Conference, but you get everything else. You get to come into the exhibit hall, you're gonna get to learn about coastal restoration, and you're also gonna get some great panel discussion, some interesting diverse panel discussions that I don't think we have seen very much of. So I think it's going to be worth seeing. Can people still you go? Can, you can still register. It's $25. You can either register at stateofthecoast.org or just come on in. We'll get you registered starting at 8 o'clock. We'll go from 9 to 1230. It's going to be a wonderful experience. And thank you guys so much for all y'all do. Well, Jimmy, I know you're a very busy man. I know you have a whole other day of the conference to go. Thank you for letting us come. Do you and get a vacation? Making us <laughs> Um, I believe I have like nine to ten on Monday off. We got a vacation in a bottle okay. for you, buddy. Wow. Waiting for you. <laughs> Maybe some Captain Morgans coming your way. I'll take it. Anything I can get. Vacation All right. Well, in thank a bottle. you so much, Jimmy thank Frederick you, Jimmy. with Coalition North Shore Coastal Louisiana. Jimmy's right. So you can still go uh, restoration and half shell yep. is tomorrow, and people, folks can register online or they can come in and um, or they can register at the door. Yeah. That'd be great. Tomorrow will be a, another way. good day. One other thing that is happening at this State of the Coast Conference happening. is our organization, Restore the Mississippi River Delta, has brought the coast to the convention center. Yeah, we have. And amazing. here to talk about that and the amazing tool that we've provided is none other than Liz Scray, Communications Manager with Environmental Defense Fund. Welcome to Delta Dispatches, Liz Scray. Hi, guys. Hello. This is my first time on Delta Dispatches. Oh. 
Well, there is a I first, but you, it won't yes. be the last. So yeah. tell us, Liz, what has Restore the Mississippi River Delta done in bringing the coast to the convention center? Well, uh, yesterday, in conjunction with the State of the Coast Conference, we launched our 360 video experience called Coast 360, a virtual day in the Delta. Um, it is a 360 video uh, that takes viewers to Wax Lake Delta. It takes them to Cocodry and Terrebonne takes them to the Whiskey Island Barrier Island Restoration Project. Um, and it's a chance for viewers. We're bringing the coast to people, showing them land loss, showing them land gain, really bringing them out in the coast uh, and just bringing the coast to stay to the coast. It's been so cool. I mean, you and I have spent a lot of time at our table, you know, and people are coming up, they're putting the headsets on. You kind of see them go it's in so their own world. It's so funny to watch them. It's so funny. They go in their own world for a few watching minutes. them, watching the, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. And then they come out and they're amazed and blown away at like what they've been able to see. And, Again, you and I know this, but we try to take people up on flyovers or boat tours. Can't take everyone up on a flyover, but this allows you to do that. Is that right? Yeah, we really are trying to like replicate that bird's eye view you get from a flyover or the, so on, the on the ground yeah. boat experience. I mean, people take the headset off and they're just like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Like, I felt like I was out there. I was out in the coast. Wendell told me he had to grab the table. Like, he was so, like, so, like, kind of, you know, taken by it. And yes. it's so believable and you're in it he's like i had to grab the table oh, that means so much coming from wendell Kirill, i agree you know, i agree to impress wendell's pretty so, liz tell us i mean it's not only available in the headsets people can go online and watch it is that correct yes so it's also on our website at mississippiriverdelta.org slash 360 um so you can watch it at home on your computer uh you can watch it on your cell phone um we have it on our facebook page um so there's lots of different ways that you can watch it at home as well um anywhere across the country very cool. And we're, we're going to be taking it around and, you know, hopefully have more events um, where we're going to have the headsets and more people can view it. So it's been really great. And Thank uh, you for coming on, Liz. Thanks thank for you having for me. Coming. And for those who may not know, Liz is our neighbor a little upriver. She's representing the Twin Cities. So. <laughs> yes, I am a native of Minneapolis, Minnesota, but I've worked on coastal Louisiana issues for many years. She's a, um, a snowbird that stayed for a long time, right? Yes. <laughs> and we're fortunate enough she gets to fly south pretty often yeah, for work. Right. So we see her. Well, thank you so much, Liz, for coming on the show. Thank um, you. So we'll be back. Shock we'll be back. That We're was one pull segment. In some guests. That was one segment. We're going to get some more guests. Let's We're do gonna, it. You know, people are getting their drinks, so maybe they can come after they get their drinks <laughs> and come on the show. But you're listening to Delta Dispatches live from State of the Coast 2018. Bye. We'll be right back after this break. I'm Don Cheadle. Listen up. I want to talk to you about something important, the Environmental Defense Fund. EDF isn't like some of the other environmental groups. EDF works together with those on both sides of the issue. Despite all the fighting in Washington, EDF has found ways for both parties to support real progress. That has made our air and water cleaner and the products in our homes safer. So not only can our planet prosper, so can our future. Go to EDF.org to see how you can help. National Wildlife Federation gives voices to the wildlife conservation values that are part of our country's heritage. We are charting a new course for wildlife that our children and grandchildren will thank us for. Visit our website, nwf.org Louisiana to find out more about our work to restore and protect coastal Louisiana for generations to come. National Wildlife Federation, uniting all Americans to ensure wildlife thrive in a rapidly changing world. nwf.org Louisiana. At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. 
Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon, Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity. Visit la.audubon.org to learn more and support our mission. la.audubon.org. Restore a Retreat is a coastal nonprofit organization working in the heart of the Barataria and Terrebonne Basins, from the Mississippi River to the Atchafalaya. We work every day to restore Louisiana's coast community and culture with our mission of implementing long-term and large-scale projects for our irreplaceable region. We'll hope you join us in supporting the solution. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and online at www.restoreorretreat.org. Hello, you are listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. I'm Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana, and my co-host is on her phone right now. But I'm, we are, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Don't you start that. <laughs> we are live from State of the Coast Conference 2018. Welcome to the show, Robin Barnes. How are you? I'm good, Jacques and Simone, and I'm so thrilled to finally be invited to participate <laughs> on your show. This has I have been, a lot to say. <laughs> this has been an amazing way for us to like literally just grab people and be like, Robin, you need to be on. You need to be on. So Happy to be here. So how's your State of the Coast experience? Happy State of the Coast. It's like a festival. It is. You know, it's a very New Orleans thing. It's I always see all hot. My friends. Every there's, two years. So. There's food. There's drink. There's entertainment. <laughs> it's all great. So you had a panel yesterday. I did. Tell us about that. Well, I had a panel that um, featured the schools of higher ed in greater New Orleans and both two-year schools and, and four-year schools, UNO, Dillard, North Shore Technical Community College, um, and uh, one other, I can't remember, but I'll, I'll remember it. So Robin, <laughs> you're with Greater New Orleans, Inc., yes. and one of the things, one of the messages that's been so clear at this conference is about the working coast and the economic importance of our coast, not just to Louisiana, but to the entire nation. Um, your board chair was on a panel today kind of delivering that message and also talking about how GNO Inc. has been so effective in engaging the business community in advocacy for coastal restoration. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, the business voice has been missing um, from this conversation until recently. And so, you know, I think when it comes to coastal restoration um, and all things environment, we're, uh, we're used to hearing from environmentalists, we're used to hearing from community groups, we're used to hearing from scientists and academics. But the business community hadn't really found their place. And what we have done at GNO Wink is really helped educate our business community about the need to invest in um, the environment in order to preserve the economy. And so um, we heard a couple people today at the conference talk about uh, the environment, coastal restoration as being economic development, which I think is really a new uh, paradigm, a new way of talking about it. So Tommy Fauché, who's our board chair from Dow Chemical, um, was talking about really how uh, the GNO Inc. board now really has become educated. We've taken them up in seaplanes and, and out on boats and had briefings from CPRA and our subset of the board, the Coalition for um, Coastal Resilience and Economy, um, is now advocating. And we go to Washington, D.C. and advocate. We go to um, Baton Rouge and advocate. We entertain federal officials and really make the case that investing in the environment is investing in the economy. And because the Louisiana economy is so critical 
um, to the rest of the world when you talk about energy, 40% of the energy. The country comes from here. When you talk about fisheries, when you talk about the ports, um, the country would be kind of lost without you know, us. <laughs> yeah. and, and I love that, Robin. I mean, again, that kind of theme of like leadership and, and, you know, to have your board chair, right, of an economic group, like come speak at a conference like this because y'all educated him and, and brought him enough places and made sure he was in a, in a place to, to speak confidently about where economics fits in the you know, what some people might have always thought was the environmental mm -hmm. part of saving the coast is, is really a testament to the staff at Geno Inc. And uh, we love working with y'all as partners on so many different projects. And so uh, we're grateful from that leadership from the staff side and it obviously because it resonates on your leadership side too. Yeah, sure. And, and you know, when you think about it, um, there's a lot of work in restoring our coast. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So right, now, right just in the greater Rollins region, there are about 30,000 people that are employed on water management. And that's the full range. That's everything from pumps and drains to the coast. Mm -hmm. um, and But those are jobs, and those are good career path jobs. They're good jobs for people that are just getting into the labor force. Um, there's not a high bar to get into those jobs. So you can, for a middle school job, you know, you can have a little bit more than a high school degree, but then you can sort of also um, go all the way up the ladder, engineering degree. So it's such a range of jobs and such a range of opportunity and, and a real opportunity for diversity as and well. And the, the momentum is growing. You exactly. know, this is this is um, a, a growing industry and a, a, a sector, right? And so there's so much potential there, too, so that if you do get in now, you could have a long life working in, in a career just Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. And for Louisiana, this is about revenue. Mm -hmm. So aspirationally, we want to be like the Netherlands. The Netherlands can point to GDP that's related to water management and related to exporting water management. We're looking to do the same. We now have uh, Louisiana companies that are doing work in New York, in New Jersey, following Hurricane Sandy, in Norfolk, um, and also a bit around the world. Mm -hmm. And the more that we are exporting that technology and services, we're creating more permanent jobs. Amazing. Well, thank Great. you, Robin. We're sorry to have you, you on for such a short well, time. Robin, you, you have must to come, come back. back. Yes. Please have you have back. to come yes. back. We have so much more to get into. Yes. Okay. And you definitely have to come in the studio, too. So. I will. I would love to do that. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Robin. Enjoy the rest of your State of the Coast. You know what they're doing without us? They are cutting the cake for Sea oh Grant's 50th anniversary. Um, so Robert Twilley, a guest of ours, yes. and, and we have many a partnerships with Sea uh, Grant. They have some amazing staff. They're they're cutting the cake well, on their 50th anniversary. I hope they're anniversary. saving. A, I hope they're saving us a piece of cake because you know they're they can't have all the fun without us, right, Jason? Right. Jason, Jason Lanclo from CPRA. Did you all? get a piece of cake, I or were not. you standing in the bar line? Uh, I, it's yes, both. <laughs> cake and booze. Cake and booze. That's Former correct. guest Jason, welcome back to the show. How are y'all today? Good. Doing Tell well. Good. Tell us about your State of the Coast experience. So far, um, I would say that the most overwhelming response that I've seen is the number of young folks who were involved this year. I had the benefit of sitting on one of the planning committees to kind of get the conference kicked off. Uh, Kim and others were very adamant about making sure that the posters got equal play, that we incorporated a lot of the poster themes, the younger folks. I've talked to a lot of students since I've been here. I've talked to students from LSU, a lot of other universities Could who are here. Could be future employees. ULL, future employees, future coastal scientists, engineers, folks who are, I think, excited about what we're doing. I just spoke to, to Lori Cormier from Western She's Louisiana. She's going to come up. My girl Lori's going to be up in just and a minute. Her point was that if, if you're a young student who, can, who comes to this conference, how can you not get excited about doing this for work or as a career? 
And the overall pulse that you've seen is that there's a lot of energy, people are talking, there are a lot of conversations, or you can go upstairs and see some of the sessions where you really can get in the weeds of the design, implementation, and overall how we finance projects. So to me, it's just been a tremendous response and overwhelming experience. So that's an important point, J Jason, that in addition to the Coalition of Restore Coastal Louisiana, the conference is put on by CPRA, as well as the Water Institute of the Gulf. So Correct. I know you have a lot of staff and scientists a and lot engineers. Of here, they're presenting. What are some of the things that CPRA is uh, unveiling at the sure. conference? Jacques, th this, you know, I had the same conversation earlier today. So for us, it's always tough because we have a lot of folks that obviously want to attend this conference as an agency. But for me, the most rewarding thing that I see is being able to see young scientists and engineers present about topics that maybe not aren't in their comfort zone. They haven't stood in front of an audience of 100 or 150 people before to have to talk about, you know, d complicated barrier island issues or marsh creation design guidelines. So for me, that's the most rewarding experience is to see them have that experience to talk about, answer difficult questions from the group when they get challenged. And again, that experience to be in front of people, to talk about big issues, and to really have an overall perspective on what's going on in coastal restoration. So this conference, would, would, what it does is it blends the, the consultants, the engineers, the NGOs, all that community together, and it creates a conversation that I think is very important. And again, an energy that they can leave here with excited about doing the work that we're doing. Yeah, and it is that dysfunctional family gathering that we that, that Justin mentioned, right? And, and I'm kidding about it being dysfunctional. We get to work together quite a bit, but it is nice to, to kind of me, you, and somebody else get together and we can talk about something in, in real time and, exactly. and have a discussion and hear something upstairs and be excited about it and then come downstairs right. and, and work on a solution, those kinds of things. Exactly. So, very good. Okay, well, we'll let you get back in the bar line. You bet. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you, Jason. Jason. We hope to have you on soon and, and yeah, enjoy we'll the rest of your stay to the coast. Looking forward to it, guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So, we have another former guest on the show. We are so glad to have him back. He is also has a very amazing Twitter game. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Clint, can you teach some of our uh, scientists how to tweet better? You know, there's like whole lessons in how to teach. I would be happy teach to. Teaching some technical I'm people how it. to tweet. Huh? I'm Clint, all over it. Clint Wilson of LSU, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Simone. Thanks, Jacques. Yeah. Um, so you were on not that long ago. That's right. We are bragging about your building. I know. It's wonderful, isn't it? You got some more press play out of that. We Very did. nice. We did. But nothing as, as, um, nothing as illustrious yeah. as Delta no, Dispatches. No, you were still the pinnacle <laughs> of my radio <laughs> podcast career. <laughs> well, maybe you can take this to, you know, Barbara Walters, Oprah, and be like, I've been on this show, so exactly. it's time to sit down. It's time to sit down. Yeah. So exactly. we're asking everybody, what's your State of the Coast experience? Well, I always love coming here um, because I probably see three to four to five dozen former students. Ah, that's right? great. And I mean, I love, I mean, the science, the engineering, learning about new things, new technologies, new approaches, but to me, it's all about seeing students who graduated, you know, now I've been at LSU 20 years. And so to see the students and where they are now and what companies they're with and what they're doing is just so cool. And we talk about that all the time, right? The coastal careers and you're actually seeing them go yes. from the classroom into yeah. the exactly. careers yep. here in Louisiana. Get real That's jobs. exactly right. Clint, we all are right. up against the break. You want to stick with us? I can. Or you need to get back in the bar no, line? No, we're good. We're good. Stay with us. We'll, and we'll keep hold chatting. Yeah, don't we'll don't keep you have people to do bit. this? <laughs> Take care of us? Yeah. You're, you're listening to Delta Dispatches. We're live at State of the Coast and we'll be back after the break. All right.
And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. I'm Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. And I'm Simone Malaz with Restore Retreat. So and we're live at State of the Coast Conference. And I have to say, Simone, I'm a little disappointed that we haven't seen avid listener Chip Klein yet. Yeah. Avid, Where is Chip avid Klein? Avid listener Chip Klein's I probably... I thought he would be the first person. We're looking around. Um, he's probably taking a nap. He okay. was on um, Fox 8 very early this morning. He was talking about the conference and he was talking about... Um, Actually, State of the Coast Conference, the governor's remarks, and then he also uh, talked a little bit about the coastal program. So we'll give him a little bit some of a well short deserved leash. rest. But we are back with Clint Wilson. We are. Yes. Happy but, to be here. Yeah. This is so fun to do it so, in person, so too. It's so funny you talk about how nice it is to see your former students, yeah. and during the break, they're like, hey. <laughs> you know what? They it's come by. The best they part. Like, it is. <laughs> did you set that up? Of course. Have your students no. come by. <laughs> it just happens naturally. <laughs> So tell us, what exciting things are you working on? Well, we're still, we're, we're really now getting into the meat of, of being able to run the physical model, get water in there, get sediment. The students are now getting very comfortable. I think probably by middle or the end of the summer, we'll just be on a roll. Nice. And we'll, we won't be able to slow us down at that point. And I can't wait. And the other part is I can't wait then for the fall to start. Because once we kind of get the fall semester going, yeah. we'll then get another group of undergraduate students to come out there and just start working and, and figure out how they can contribute. And it's going to be so much fun. I, maybe we should be in his class. You I should. Just, we should be in your class. But also, what if we did a live show yes. from the physical oh, we model? Have to. Would, you, would you get your students? We oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yes, of yes. course. You know, yep. it's Amazing. like now what we've a great opened egg. the can of worms. We cannot we ever oh, go back in the studio. That. Sorry, yes. DJ. <laughs> He's going to miss us. We can't do that to BJ. Okay, we'll come every now and then, but we're going to be live in location <laughs> we have to do the all live. over the coast. Do it. Yeah. do it. Well, thank you, Clint, for My being pleasure. on the show again. Love thank you, we Clint. love having you on. We're going to continue with our parade of former yes. guests thank you for here. Doing so, um, we, we, it's been great. It's certainly still yes. lively here. And so, so, I will say, you know, we are here in New Orleans, but one thing that we are focusing on is this is a coastwide problem. Coastwide. As well as a coastwide opportunity. And so, to talk about that a little bit is our one of our favorite former guests, Laura. Cormier. Welcome Southwest, back to Delta Dispatches. Southwest. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. Isn't this great? It is great. Oh my gosh. Can so you tell us, we've been asking everybody, what's your state of the coast experience? Oh, it's great. I happened upon the, um, the young student population over there in the corner. Everybody loves the students. Oh that's my gosh. <laughs> because that's where our future lies, y'all. And so that's so amazing. Of course, I went around and saw some posters met a ton of people it's just been and you, know, you already know a lot of people well, here too. i mean so. but you'd be surprised there are people from all over the country yeah. here and that's said 30 the, plus states right so and, yeah and and the great news is that louisiana is doing something great yeah. and amazing and right right and so we're leading the world in this and yeah. how awesome is that and that's such a great point which is of course there are a lot of people from louisiana here but people are traveling here to learn from us and learn from this conference, and that that can't be underscored enough. Oh, there's a great um, economy for the future. And, you know, in southwest Louisiana right now, we have $108 billion worth of economic expansion. Billion. Billion with a B. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, um, and so this is great because we're all going to have to learn how to take care of each other into the future. And so we're a working coast, and that's so important for Southwest, Southeast, the state of Louisiana, Northern Louisiana, everybody. And with that much investment, you have to have young people, right? I mean, that's generational. And so it's going to continue for decades. And so I also love the thought about this, this, um, 
this conference is about um, you know opportunities too. Yeah. We do talk about the challenges, but it's really a hopeful conference, I would say. Yeah, and what about the breakfast tomorrow for the women? <laughs> for the in, women, huh? women in the coast, nice. and I think that's a great aspect okay. of this as well. Um, encouraging young women to be entrepreneurial and to get out and get an engineering degree agreed. and come back and take care of Louisiana. How great is that? Agreed. Agreed. Well, Lori Cormier, we're going to let you get back in the bar Thank line. You. If that's Thank okay. You. We yes. love Thank having you, you back. Thank you, Jacques. Thank you so much. So we keep seeing all kinds of former guests and, and some of our favorite friends. And this is one of my favorite people ever, Dr. Ehab Maselli. Welcome to Delta Dispatches. Thank you for having me. I literally saw Ehab and I was like, you must be on our show. Thank you. Thank you very much. So what is your State of the Coast experience? So far has been very positive. Um, the quality of, of the talks has been fantastic um, and I actually was particularly uh, impressed by how many young people and young mm -hmm. researchers giving talks and the quality has been really fantastic. So you also teach at Tulane, yes? Yes, ma'am, I do. So do you see some of your students here? I did see some, some students here uh, participating, and some of them have posters, and some of them nice. giving talks. Nice. Did you talk? Uh, my talk is tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. Jacques is up tomorrow, too. I am. Yeah, I'm doing a, a panel with your colleague, Amy Wold, from the Water She's Institute so of the Gulf. So, Dr. Maselli, um, we mentioned this, but the Water Institute is one of the uh, hosts or sponsors or you know of the State of the Coast. So tell us about what are some of the things that the Water Institute is showcasing here at State of the Coast 2018. So one of the things that we are actually displaying here is some of our um, new initiatives about developing uh, forecasting systems both for coastal systems as well as for inland watersheds. Uh, Louisiana have been, unfortunately lately, have been uh, hit by several flood events that really has caused a lot of damage to the communities. Right. So and not really coastal, not as coastal related as some of the other things we experience. Well, a lot of the actual lower watersheds are actually in the transition zone between mm -hmm. inland and coastal. So we're trying to develop some tools that can help prepare and respond for these to these events uh, using these forecasting tools. Good. And also, I saw a talk yesterday that Justin Aaronworth, former guest, led about public-private partnerships and some things that the Water Institute is doing with industry, specifically for a place like Port Fouchon. And some of our friends, Chet Chasson and Joni Tuck, uh, were both able to speak there, too. So that's another exciting thing that y'all are working on. Exactly. Yeah, that's an initiative we're calling Supporting the Working Coast. And it has been really fantastic to partner with uh, the industries that are using the coast uh, to run their businesses. Um, we're doing uh, uh, some, some analysis and modeling and field data collection for them to help them run their business, to help them protect their assets in the future from climate change, from Significant all the hazards. Significant assets too, right? Absolutely, I mean. <laughs> absolutely, yes. So it really has been really a good partnership to help these industries continue to function because they have a lot of uh, impact on the economy and on the social uh, 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 communities mm -hmm. down in the coast. So it's important for us to support them. Yeah, and, and even on the panel yesterday, um, Scott Hemmerling, another Water Institute staff, was, was there to talk about the human aspect of that as well. And I love that y'all bring that into a lot of the work that you do because it's not just about um, you know coastal science, it's also about the human science as well. So. Absolutely. And this is one of the things that we're really proud of at the Institute is the coupling between uh, the hydrology and the science and the ecology and the environment and the social and, and the cultural issues right. too. 
Very good. Well, Dr. Ehab Maselli, we are so glad that you've been on the show with us. We are grateful to see you. I hope to see you someday soon, too. Yeah, we go, we go to lunch and we catch up. Yes. So. <laughs> we'll have to absolutely have you back. I'm sure we could fill yes. multiple shows just diving into your knowledge. So thank you so, thank much, you so yes. much for being thank on. You, thank you so much for much. having me. Okay. Appreciate it. They just keep on coming keep and on keep coming. on coming. So we uh, talked about some of the speeches that have happened at the conference. Of course, we had the governor. Of course, we had, you know, Mayor Cantrell. Um, we had Senator Cassidy. But we also had former guest and campaign director for Restore the Mississippi River Delta, Steve Cochran. So I've said this wrong before, but Steve was our first guest. He was. On Delta Dispatches. Steve, you, look what you started. And do you know we're on our 50th show? And, and uh, I, I, I remember thinking I've never been invited back. Which, uh, which suggests <laughs> you were also thinking, I don't think they could make it to 50. <laughs> I know you yeah. were also thinking that. I would that. never admit to that. So tell us about your State of the Coast experience, but also tell us you got on the big stage today. Yeah, I want to I wanna ask something really specific because I think Steve had a really powerful speech. And there was one quote where you said, you know, we talk about challenges, we talk about opportunities as it relates to the coast, but you said, opportunity doesn't make it happen. We do. All right, so tell us what you meant by that. Well, hopefully that was clear uh, that, you know, it, it really is us. It's us in Louisiana. It's those of us who leave here, live here, who care about this, who get up every day and think about, you know, those of us who work on this all the time, how do we make a difference today? And I think that's increasingly ne uh, necessary for people across the coast. How can I help? How can I be a part of it? You know, reach out, ask, see how you can do it. But that it's this is a really does have to be uh, at a very sort of fundamental level, I think, uh, kind of a citizen movement. I mean, it's about all of us. All of us are affected. All of us are are. It's just, this is about all of our lives. And so, the more people can be involved, the more people can understand, the more people can, you know, get engaged. The better off we're all going to be. So we'll get we'll get the best advice. We'll get the best engagement that way. I think. So what, what's been an exciting talk or, or panel that you've been to? You know, I'll be honest, the, the thing that's most mine. Uh, mine. fun. Mine. Mine. <laughs> well, mine's tomorrow, Steve, so you can answer that question after that panel. I think no, I have kidding. to go now. It's a, uh, <laughs> no time to lose, but Steve. We get, we get to uh, what I was going to say, or I was rudely interrupted. Oh. But the, um, you get to see people. Uh, from all across the state and actually across the country who work on this in some form or fashion that you just don't get to see every day. And literally running into people in the halls and, and people I haven't seen really in a couple of years who actually are doing great work, but we just don't, don't, you know, don't cross paths because they're not here and that sort of thing. And that's, this is such a good way to be able to share that experience and, and people's um, passion because that's where you see it down here more so than just about anything. So it's, that's a lot of fun. Justin called it a family reunion of sorts, <laughs> and it is that. It's also kind of our Super Bowl, right? I mean, it, it's the place where, you know, lots of things come together in its business and its industry, well, its nonprofits. It's when our, I've explained uh, this to other people, I've said, look, this is a trade show. I mean, if you come in, what you see are all the firms, engineering firms, design firms, people who are really doing at the heart of getting the work done. Um, and that's, a, that's an economic aspect to it, which just doesn't exist in most of the other environmental um, issues. It's just really powerful. Yes. Well, we will let you go back to the bar line, which is no, we know where we plucked you from, uh, I'm sure. Thank so. you very much. <laughs> thank you so much, I, Steve. Thank you guys for being I also want to point out that um, one of our other guests, David Muth, was kind of circling. Like, I think he's a little yeah. jealous. <laughs> one thing I've noticed is everyone was so shy and there was, like, no one wanting to come up. And now we've got a crowd on the stage. I, I hope we're going to be able to fit everyone in. I better clear out before I get in trouble. <laughs> Unfortunately, we, we do have to go to a break soon. Okay. 
So we've got one segment left. The time is just flying by. It's just totally another reminder that there's no time to lose. No time to lose. So when we when we get back from the break, we're going to have Dr. Robert Twilley of Louisiana Sea Grant. He was literally just cutting well, the cake. I hope he saved us a piece of cake. Um, I don't see any cake in his hands. No, I will tell you that. I didn't bring cake. You got about two minutes, two minutes to go. Two minutes go get cake. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM live from State of the Coast at the Ernest and Morial Convention Center in New Orleans. We'll be right back after this break. And we're back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches on WGSO 990 AM. We're live at State of the Coast 2018. We sure are. I'm Simone Laws with Restore or Retreat. And I'm Jacques Hebert with Audubon, Louisiana. And we have someone who is celebrating a birthday, not his own, but... <laughs> well, I, I wish it was the same it's... year. I, I'd like to go back in time. <laughs> but still no cake. Yeah, Welcome well... to the show, Dr. Robert Twilley. <laughs> yeah, this is real exciting. Uh, the Louisiana Sea Grant program is celebrating our 50th anniversary. We actually, our first grant, uh, which uh, was July 1st, 1968. And so uh, at that time, uh, the, the Congress had passed the Sea Grant program, but they didn't know who to handle it. And so it was actually funded through the National Science Foundation. And this is before it was handed over to NOAA, and NOAA's been running the program. Uh, Jack Van Loke was our first Sea Grant director. I'm the third Sea Grant wow. director third. in 50 years. It's kind of like popes. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. They, they do the white smoke. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. So when Robert talks about the history of Sea Grant, he's got this funny picture, and it has Governor Edwards. That's right. In and, the picture and John Bro. And John Bro. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, oh, from, you mean the original? Yeah, the, the original. original yeah, yeah. yeah, no, so, the original. Yes. Yeah. When we had uh, uh, Nunez was real important in the state legislature because it requires a 50% match. Mm -hmm. And so the state stepped up. And we were, at that time, we started the marine science program at LSU. Uh, the new, the first faculty that started the marine science program were, were funded through the Sea Grant program. We were with the Coastal Studies Institute. So we have a long history and very proud of it. And so well, here we what are. A, what a better place <laughs> to celebrate that anniversary. I mean, you all were coastal before coastal was cool. Yeah, Absolutely. we were we were out there. And it's really fascinating to read the history and some of the old reports that we were doing back in the 60s and 70s. You know, like, is there really wetland loss? You know, and the first discoveries wow. of what the rate, you know, and wow. then, and I, I look at Woody Gagliano actually in 1974 published with Sea Grant funding a regional plan where to put diversions, where to put highways, where to, I mean, it is phenomenal. Of course, it's also sad. We've had ideas for 50 years to this problem, but we're, we're starting to see the, the corner turn, right? No time billion, to lose. Billion dollars, and so uh, it's, a, it's a really fascinating history. So, Dr. Twilley, I mean, we definitely want to have you back and maybe do a whole s episode about yeah, the that'd 50 be great. Yeah, that, what is yeah. coming up for Sea Grant in the next, as you're well, celebrating this anniversary? Yeah, yeah, that's really important because we are doing regional meetings. We're going down to our regional offices. We have nine offices across the state. We just did our first one in St. Tammany, and I think our next one is down in Homa. And so we'll be you'll look, look for yep look for <laughs> our announcements and come cut cake 
yes. and and our local and re-engage and we, our community leaders. That's what we want to do. And we'll definitely have you back. Yes. Yes. Grand is so worthy bet. of having. We do a partnership with you guys, yeah. and so we would definitely love to have you y'all know, back I, on to I, talk about I, your work. I've got a passion just like everybody else. So, well, so uh, <laughs> can you can you go get that cake? Yeah, for I'm going to go uh, get that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, thank Dr. you, Doctor Willie. We're glad that you have one. Yes. So who's on deck? So next up is another former guest of Delta Dispatches, Liz Williams-Russell with Foundation for Louisiana. Welcome to Delta Dispatches. Welcome Hi, back. Thank you for having me. So Liz, what's your state of the coast experience? So I think it's really exciting to be in the space uh, once again. And, and this is, I think, my third time at the conference where there are so many familiar faces, but the questions and the answers continue to evolve um, and the conversation continues to expand. So there's lots of opportunity. Are y'all talking about LA Safe at the conference? Uh, we are actually tomorrow with the last session of the day, nice. uh, last session of the conference. <laughs> so we'll see how many people we have in the room. Probably not many, uh, but yeah, it's going to be an opportunity for us to talk about, uh, you know, some of the effects of land loss and flood risk to communities and the opportunities for us to actually address across sectors. So, and the governor was speaking about the LA Safe, you know, yeah. um, project as well as a lot of the the projects that have been funded and are moving forward, and many of these parishes. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So he mentioned a few of the different projects to receive funding and the state is putting forward $40 million in funding for projects across six parishes that have unmet needs from Hurricane Isaac. Um, but all of these are projects that came from community um, and came from, were lifted up by that engagement process. We had 71 meetings between March and December last wow. year. Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, it was <laughs> no busy. Pressure. Um, but they're in economic development, they're in housing, they're in transportation or stormwater management, public health. And those are things we haven't thought of as coastal maybe so before. where could somebody want to look at that information sure. right now? Uh, go to lasafe.la.gov and you can find more information about all of the planning meetings in each of the parishes as well as the project selected for funding. And actually later this summer we're going to be announcing the strategies. There's actually seven documents that include larger actions that can be taken at the parish and regional and statewide level. So what else are y'all working on at Foundation for Louisiana? So we're really expanding our support for community-based partners um, and really we're, we're actually expanding our Lead the Coast program. So that's an opportunity for residents that maybe don't see themselves as coastal experts but are local experts in all the kinds of ways uh, so it can can come and expand their understanding of the issues the opportunities uh, the coastal master plan as well as other actions they can take um, so we're going to be investing in that and the expansion we're trying to go coastwide in the next two years Whoa, so we're very excited nice. about that yeah nice. um, we're also expanding our work in the economic development space in the housing space uh, in public health um, so again, sectors that haven't thought of themselves as coastal. So we're really, we're really excited. Well, we'd love to have you back, especially before you kick off Lead the Coast and talk about when you wrap up, the, you know, when you have some more documents out of LA Safe. We'd love to have you back Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Thank you all for Thank having me. Enjoy the yeah. rest of the conference. So next up, you know, we had Jimmy Frederick from Coalition to Restore Coastal Louisiana, but we wanted to make sure, I can't believe we're almost out of time. I know. But I we know. want to make sure no that. No time to lose, Kim. <laughs> we're almost out of time for the show. That the last word <laughs> went to Kimberly Davis Ryer, Executive Director with Coalition to Restore Coastal Louisiana. Kim, you all have been working so hard to prep for this conference. What is it like to actually be here? We're half, more than halfway through. How are you feeling? It's really exciting to hear people talk about all these different things in one place, all these different aspects of coastal restoration. And there's a lot of energy and, and there are people just talking about things that I, I hope they're not able to talk about with each other in the course of their days. 
So we have one day left for State of the Coast, and tomorrow is an important day, restoration on the half shell. Tell us a little bit about that, and what are you looking forward to? So tomorrow is our effort to broaden the audience, because it's really important that it's not just the experts talking to each other. So tomorrow morning, we're doing what we call in a mini conference. It's restoration on the half shell. We're serving it up. <laughs> and the idea is that anybody who wants to can show up and get a three-hour primer and um, just come on in. It's a community session. Um, come to the registration desk. And it's going to be a really interesting dialogue in non-technical terms. And we're, we're hoping people will take advantage of this great opportunity. One thing I also want to highlight is today at the luncheon, CRCL awarded um, some very deserving people and organizations for the work that they've done on the coast. I won't ask you all the full names, but tell us a little bit about the awards and, and, and kind of what they honor. So for 23 years, CRCL has given these coastal stewardship awards. And it's because there are people among us who are working really hard on these coastal issues day in and day out. And some of them are PhDs, some of them are volunteers, all walks of life. People really making contributions that matter for our future here. And so this year we honored six of them and their buyers on our website. It's really an amazing group. I like that y'all did it here. I know y'all used to have a banquet and, you know, it's, it's nice to honor them at a conference where all their peers are and their colleagues. And so I like that y'all switched it up a little bit. I think it worked out really well. And, and people here appreciate their work. Well, Kim, I can't believe we're almost out of time, but what a better place to kick off our first live and on-location Delta Dispatches than State of the Coast 2018. It's so it'll, it'll be two years before they let us do this again. <laughs> if they let us do it again, I don't know. So, Kim, do you get to take your kids and go on vacation after this? That could happen next week. We'll I see. hope so. It could happen. Well, I hope so for you. It'll be a well-deserved location, and thank you so much Absolutely. to Coalition Restore Coastal Louisiana for this amazing opportunity. And you can find out some restoration in the half shell on stateofthecoast.org. Stateofthecoast.org, where we and our partners profile the conference. Great. Awesome. Well, Simone, can you believe we survived. That we was a whirlwind. <laughs> How many guests was that? You think 10? We have to go back and count. I don't know. This rivals our Christmas episode oh, for yeah. sure. It was so, fun. We have to do more of this. So in the upcoming weeks, we're actually going to take some panels that we were yes, on. And we're going to... That's gonna a great point. Use... Some of the panels on finance, the media panel, uh, we recorded them. And so we're going to be you know, airing them as episodes coming up. So you'll get awesome. to hear some of what's been happening at Study of the Coast. Um, some of the discussions that have been made. And so what a great, great uh, event this has it's been. It's been fun. Yeah. Can we go get in the bar line now? I know. Now we, we deserve a drink and maybe a piece so. of cake. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening. Um, again, go to stateofthecoast.org uh, to learn more. And uh, you're listening to Delta Dispatches. We'll see you next week. Next week. Bye.